Welcome back to Sports Day for Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. We're going to continue our build-up to the Super Bowl now on Sports Day and get the San Francisco 49ers slant on things. And we're lucky enough to be joined uh, from Las Vegas at a party, I think a Super Bowl party, by KGO TV sportscaster Larry Beal. Larry, thanks very much for your time. My pleasure. Uh, just as a, as a disclaimer going in, I'm three drinks in, so I may not be responsible for everything I say in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's it like in Vegas? Well, Vegas is nuts to begin with, and, you know, you add the Super Bowl on top of it, and it's, uh, it's quite the experience. It's very hectic. Do you, do but fun, but fun. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It's always fun in Vegas. Do, do you think the – I know it's early I know it's early days, but do you think it's going to be a successful Super Bowl just with the, the vibe you're getting at this point? Still, you know, quite a few days out from the big day. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Vegas has a history of hosting big boxing events, and now you've got the Golden Knights here. Uh, the Raiders' Allegiant Stadium is, is gorgeous. It should be for two billion dollars, by the way. <laughs> um, and they just and they just had F1 here uh, late last year. So I, I think F1 was almost like uh, just the the dry run for the Super Bowl because you have like five thousand media members. Quite honestly, there's there's way too much media here. There's <laughs> there's way too many of us uh, for for what is required. But you know, Vegas knows how to how to throw a good party. So. Uh, hopefully the game will be good. And uh, the 49ers, you know, if they look like they did against the Packers and the Lions in the playoffs, uh, this could be pretty ugly. So what do you think is going to happen? Because San Francisco had to work awfully hard just to get to the Super Bowl when they're expected to win fairly comfortably. And then, you know, obviously it's a rematch of the 2020 Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Is who do you think is is going to go into the game as favorite? Well, I was shocked when uh, the line came out on the Sunday of the championship games, and the Niners were immediately favored by two and a half points. And I thought that was two and a half was with my pay off the mortgage bet. Uh, if it's Patrick Mahomes, two and a half points? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, but the line quickly shifted. And now it's the Niners are still favored by one, which I really don't understand. But, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Their defense, I, I've talked to a number of their defensive players, Fred Warner and, uh, you know, Eric Armstead, a bunch of those guys. Like, what happened? Like, they're, especially their run defense was so good in late November and early December. And they've just been getting gashed since then. And, I think they're as puzzled as I am, to be quite honest. They're going to have to change what they're doing, you know, scheme-wise. Otherwise, if they just sit back in a, in a zone, two-deep zone, Patrick Mahomes is going to carve them up like a, like a turkey. So, uh, you know, really some pressure on, on defensive coordinator Steve Will to figure out a strategy that can both contain Mahomes but also Isaiah Pacheco. Because if you look at the, the tape from the Lions game, I mean, running backs, would, they would go run five yards before anybody even touched them. That is unacceptable. And to have a, have a lack of effort 
like the coaches are calling out some of the players. If you look at the tape, and I, I rewatched the, the tape twice, and I'm like, run, run to the ball. Like, what, what are we doing? It's the playoffs. Like, it's the most important games of your life. These last two games, how could you not, like, not be into it? I don't get it. But that's where we are. They made it here. They survived. But they're going to need to really step up their game against the Chiefs. So, notwithstanding what you've just said, the way that they finished off the game last week, do you think that that will give them some genuine momentum going into the Super Bowl? I know they feel that way. Uh, to a man, they actually feel that way. Because they're like, look, we know the first half was a disaster against the Lions. But the second half, we tightened it up and we made enough plays. They were fortunate that the Lions gambled on fourth down a couple of times. I would have kicked the field goal, take the point. But it worked out the way it did. They survived and advanced. And so they think they have a good plan going into this game. For me, and as much as we talk about Niner defense, they have to be able to run the ball against Kansas City. If they can run the ball, control the clock, keep Mahomes on the sideline as much as possible, to me, that's the recipe for success against the Chiefs. I want to broaden out the discussion just a little bit, Larry, and, and just about San Francisco, the, the city and, and the team, that the 49ers. Um, obviously, in recent times, quite successful getting through to four of the last five playoffs. But even before then, there hadn't been a lot of success, the, the move away from Candlestick Park. I'm just interested in the, the city of San Francisco and how much they get behind the, the 49ers, who historically have been such a, a strong team. Well, you know, the fans are called the faithful, and we were at um, what they call, you know, opening night at the Super Bowl last night. They were so loud in the stadium. It was crazy. I mean, you could hear them chanting, Debo, Debo, Ayuk, Ayuk. I mean, it was, it was nuts. I mean, it was so much fun, and they're so into it that, I mean, the ticket prices, I don't know how anybody that's a normal human with a regular job can afford these prices. I mean, it started out like the average ticket price was somewhere around $8,000 per ticket. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine who called me up and said, hey, can you get me three? And I said, are you insane? That's $24,000. What's wrong with you? Uh, but he makes, he makes a lot of money, and uh, so he got, him, he got himself three tickets. So he'll be here. So does the the city, I mean, is it all dressed up in the in the red of, of the 49ers and gold? Or is it, I mean, you know, we think of Boston as being such a big sporting city with, and they've had so much success, particularly through the Patriots. What's, what's the city like? I know you're in Vegas and the team's in Vegas, but do they really get behind the 49ers? Oh, you mean in San Francisco? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the team plays in, the team plays in Santa Clara, which is, 45 minutes south of, of San Francisco proper. So it's a little bit different than it was in the old candlestick days. But, you know, the, the fans are, are, are rabid for this team. And, they're, you know, when the team is going well, uh, the people, people love it. And so uh, the fan base is extremely strong, extremely strong. It's going to be funny this week because both teams are wearing red. Yes. I mean, that's their, those are their colors. And so, you know, we, we see people walking down the street and you see the red and I immediately see 49ers, except wait, I'm going, wait a second. No, they're, they're, they're the Chiefs fans. Okay, all right. So to sort this out, on game day, the Niners are going to wear white 
and the Chiefs are going to wear red. So uh, it'll be easier to figure out then. Yes, yeah, so because here in Australia, the 49ers would be one of the most popular teams. And I think that's largely due to the success, you know, many years ago from Joe Montana. And then there was Steve Young as well. And, you know, you were such a powerhouse during that time. But it's been a while um, since you've had Super Bowl success. Is this the year? Because you've got, you've got so close. Yeah, 29 years. That's yeah. why I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan. You know, if you remember a few years ago, now the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl three of the last four years. Yeah. But before that, Andy Reid, you know, his legacy was as the Eagles coach who couldn't quite get it done. Yep. And then he went to Kansas City and finally won. And now everybody just says Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, obviously. For Kyle, you know, they've been to the championship game a number of times. He, he lost as the offensive coordinator with the Falcons when they were up on Tom Brady, 28-3. They lost when they were up on Mahomes by 10 with seven minutes left in the, in the fourth quarter four years ago. To me, that's a lot of pressure on him to deliver the Lombardi Trophy. Like getting close every year, that's, that's not good enough. Yeah. And everybody knows that. So, you know, how everybody deals with that pressure – is different, but clearly, if one guy is in more of a must-win situation, I think it's Kyle Shanahan. And, and it's tough on him, isn't it? Because I tend to agree with you. I mean, he is 8-3 in playoffs, so he's got a good winning percentage in playoffs. But it is, as you said, a repeat of, of 2020 where where the 49ers had such that significant lead in the last quarter. Is that it? Would that play on the mind of the of the players and the coaches, or is it more a, a media or a supporter-driven thing from the outside? I think it's more of a media thing. There's only 10 players that are holdovers from that team four years ago. And so Debo Samuel was on the team. He was a rookie. Nick Bosa was on the team. He was a rookie. Like, they didn't even know what was going on. Uh, you know, and, and so now four years later, they're much more developed as players. Uh, the coaching staff, there's so many changes in the staff because so many people have gotten hired off of Kyle's staff. Like if you just like walk close next to Kyle Shanahan, somebody's going to offer you a head coaching job. Yeah. So it's kind of ridiculous, uh, but you know, deserved as well, because you know, you look at what D'Amico Ryan's did this past season in Houston. Uh, it hasn't gone as well for Robert Sala with the Jets, uh, but they seem to be systemically dysfunctional. Uh, in any case, I, I don't think, you know, they're, that there's like going to be like a Super Bowl hangover from four years ago. They just don't have enough. To Brock Purdy, like <laughs> Brock Purdy was at Iowa State, so like you know it's not going to. But the question is, how does he react when it's the biggest game of his life and he's never been on this type of a stage before? Because we've seen some cringeworthy passes in the last two postseason games from Purdy. He's gotten away with them, but uh, you know at, at a certain point that catches up with you. Tell us a bit about Brock Purdy. He's only 24 years of age. As he said, he's, he doesn't have a lot of experience on, on the big stage, but he has got the 49ers as quarterback to the Super Bowl. What's he like as a person? Is he someone that you think can handle the pressure? Because there has been so much of a spotlight on him, more on what he hasn't done as opposed to what he has done. Well, for whatever reason, there seems to be a lot of, Brock Purdy slander that's gone on in the national media uh, here in the States. I don't understand it. I just assume that it's the result of him being the last pick in the draft in 62. 
And so people assume, well, that guy can play. Plus, also, he's not physically imposing. Like, if you stand next to Josh Allen, he's 6'5", 245 pounds, and, like, okay, I get it. But Brock Purdy looks like, uh, you know, he could be, I don't know, like the cashier at J.C. Penney's or something. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. But he looks like an ordinary dude. He looks like just an ordinary person. Um, so I, I think people tend to criticize him way more than is justified, given he's – if you look at the statistics, like if you took his face off the page and just put his numbers up there, you would think they were Mahomes' numbers. Yep. They're his numbers. Yeah. And, and so he doesn't get credit for that. He will get credit if uh, – you know, if they can pull this thing out on Sunday. Maybe he's got nothing to lose. Maybe he's on bonus time and, and, and that might work in his favour. Larry, how many Super Bowls have you been to? You used to be uh, at ESPN uh, Sports Centre as an anchor, and as you said, now you're working for KGO TV. How long have you been following the 49ers, but also going to Super Bowls? Oh, this is my sixth Super Bowl. So uh, I've been to a bunch. And, uh, you know, the, I mean, the events just seem to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And we'll see. We'll see if what, you know, I actually was on TV for the last Niners victory parade in 1989. Wow. And we'll see if we have another one, uh, you know, coming up in a week or so. But I got to ask you a question because my daughters both went to uh, study abroad programs in Australia. And I love Australia. Sydney is tremendous. I could... I'm originally from Hawaii. I could move to Sydney. I could move to Sydney tomorrow and just love it. Manly, Manly Beach, oh, my God. Anyway. These are great places, uh, Larry, but they're not as good as Melbourne. Whoa, Whoa. all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, we may have our first disagreement here. But that, they're different. They're just, let's just say, they're, it's like San Francisco and L.A. Correct. So people like, all right, so. Um, I'm heading outside, so there's another band here. If it gets really loud, uh, I apologize. But uh, in any case, um, I just love I love Australia. The people are great. The Gold Coast is great. My daughters had fantastic experiences in their study abroad programs, and I, I just uh, I, I just I just love it there. And uh, I can't wait to come back because it's so spectacular. Yeah, it's, uh, you're really fortunate. You're really fortunate. Now, are you in Sydney? Or are you in, in – actually, you know, my daughter, she trained me to say it's that it's not Melbourne, it's Melbourne. Very good. So I, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to be authentic. I'm that's very authentic. good. No, Larry, that's very good. Yes, definitely uh, definitely in Melbourne. So we're probably – we're Boston and San Francisco, Sydney. That's how I would sort of sort of make the comparison okay, between the this. two of them. Yep. This, this might be the most important question I ask you. Yeah. Tim's Hams or Lamington? Well, I'll eat both um, without hesitation. But I, Lamington, look, you're getting into really te- high technical areas here. But Tim Tam is just that. that <laughs> Tim Tam's fantastic. Lamington that must have the jam in the middle of the Lamington for it to be a proper Lamington. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, you know what? I mean, that's why I ask an expert. Well, there you honestly. go, a connoisseur. A con- I'm a I'm a Lamington's guy myself, so yeah. uh, I've been mocked. I've been mocked for that unfairly, um, no. and so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that, that we're at least kind of on the same page on this. Yeah, no, I like uh, it. Also, yep. Also, you're a day ahead of us. Yes. So, assuming that like the future is better than the past, 
What's tomorrow like? That's a, tomorrow was a good day. That was a good day. It was okay. a, the weather was good. Um, good things happened. Um, no, you, you'll find that tomorrow's a good day. I, I I hope so. I hope so. It's getting so loud here. I I apologize because this is madness. There's all kinds of bands everywhere, and this is a gigantic party here in Las Vegas. Uh, I think it's the facility that they built for F1. There's all these fancy cars around. There's a zillion people, and uh, it's very loud everywhere. So yeah. apologies to all of your listeners uh, that have to suffer through this. But uh, in any case, um, you know, I can't. I'm, you know, we're just excited to get to Sunday and kick the ball off and and stop talking about it. Yeah, that's exactly right, Larry. I'll let you go back inside. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, on uh, on SEN here on uh, Sports Day. Uh, enjoy the rest of the night. And more importantly, enjoy the football on Sunday. Thank you so much. Good night, mate. <laughs>